Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Uh, glad to have, with, have you with me tonight. Uh, we've got some good things to talk about. I know a lot of people are uh, busting at the seams, waiting to hear the outcome of the game in Titan Stadium. I'll get to that here in just about some AAF football. Hey, I, I really like I really like this league. I know I've said it a lot on here, but I finally got to watch uh, another half of uh, uh, of it this past weekend and watch the Orlando team, and uh, it. The half that I seen was just, I mean, 100% just total domination uh, from the Orlando team over the Birmingham team. And Birmingham was hosting. And uh, they started the game and threw it ever down and and had one incompletion and uh, never ran at a time. And, and uh, they just took it to them. I know uh, some guy muffed a punt or run into uh, the ball and, and turned it over. Birmingham missed the uh, uh, field goal, but what I've seen, it, it wasn't even close. And those were, uh, at the time, the two teams that had the best record uh, in that league. Orlando uh, ended up winning 31-14. to 14. Uh, Atlanta beat Memphis 23-20. to 20. San Diego beat Salt Lake 27-25. San Antonio beat Arizona 29-25. I think they scored. Uh, somebody did late in the game. Uh, maybe San Diego scored late in the game to beat Salt Lake. I don't. I know there. There's only three games left uh, before they uh, start start their playoff system. I'm not sure how the playoff system works, or where their Super Bowl is going to be, or or anything like that, but uh, I know Orlando is in uh, in the East. They have a two-game lead. They're they're five and zero. Uh, Birmingham is three and two. Atlanta's two and three, and uh, the uh, Memphis team is one and four. In the West, now it, it's a pretty tight race. The San Diego, San Antonio, they have the same record, three and two. And uh, the uh, uh, Salt Lakes at one and four, and Arizona's at two and three. So uh, they're that's going to be a pretty tight race out there. So uh, we'll see uh, see what happens. Uh, before we get too far, I think we got Coach Mike Wallace on the phone. Let's see what he has. To do. Coach, you there? 
Hey, Chris, how you doing, Dave? Hey, man, what's going on? Uh, not a thing. I got a few minutes. I figure I'll give you a call in. Long, long time, no talk. What's that? I, I know. It's been a little while. Um, no, I just uh, was going to call in. I know you were going to talk a little bit about the uh, Titans game, so I didn't know if you had yeah. wanted to. Yeah, I sure was. You know, uh, uh, a lot of people, uh, well, I, I'm going to say this, and, uh, you know, I I don't, I'm not, everybody knows I don't do the social media stuff and all that. Um, you know, everybody seems to like this Barmy guy and a lot of stuff that he posts, but a lot of this social media stuff is, is misleading because this game that we just played against the Nostal Lightning was, was not even close in any stretch of the means. Now, they made it sound like it. It was close, but it wasn't. It was total domination from the Tri-Cities. Well, you know, I, I, I mentioned to you earlier in the week that I thought that felt that we were we were ready for this game. Um, and, uh, you know, come to find out we were, and you're right, it wasn't even close. I mean, from the time that we actually uh, took the first snap uh, until the last snap of the game, it was, you know, it was a one-sided affair. Um and I think, you know, when you when you look at the social media uh, and when they start to compare leagues and say, well, just because you're in the WFA and they have more teams, you know, more teams isn't always better. And uh, I think that anybody that knows anything about the, uh, the this Thunders football team is that if we, uh, you know, we can compete with any league. Uh, and, you know, listen, I, it's just a lot of, a lot of things that were said from that Burmy guy was, uh, I guess, uh, you know, he either got his wrong information or, uh, as they say, and some sometimes he was talking out the side of his neck, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, one person said, you know, well, he was just trying to, you know, trying to keep it uh, even and once and, you know, not being one-sided. But, I mean, given – to me, giving false statement is, is you know is is being one is being one side because anybody that was at the game knows firsthand that it was wasn't even close. I mean, um, I'm I know the total yardage, but I, I'll say this: they had before you take away their negative yards. If they came before their negative yards was like 56 or 59 total yards. Time you take away the negative plays they were in, they might have had 15 positive, 15 or 20 positive yards. Now I, we had close to 500. I'll say that. Now I don't know what most people call that, but I'm here to tell you I call that total domination. Without a doubt, uh, everything that we did, I mean, we, we were allowed to do whatever we want offensively and defensively. And we, we gave up a couple of plays uh, that we felt uh, we shouldn't have. But aside from that, um, you know, every time we had the ball, we scored. Uh, and there was only one time that we did not score on a two-point conversion. Uh, I mean, the total, listen, the final score was 46-0. to zero, And I don't know if that was even put out there. And, I listen, again, I'm not here to, to rub – 
people's nose in the in the in the dirt because of the the outcome of the score. But what I what I don't like and I don't appreciate is not giving credit where credit is due. It was not a close game, and it was dominated by uh, both sides of the football by the Thunder. Now, you know, you can they can type and put whatever they want, but it's false information to say that they were even remotely in the game and to think that we pulled away at the last minute. We were pulled away by the end of the first quarter. Uh, and that's just the facts. So, again, yeah. if it was there, knew it. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I think the the biggest listen. I I can't. I say it on here ever every time I talk about these leagues, and and under no circumstance, in my opinion. Now, this is just solely my opinion. The two best women's football teams are in the WNFC, if that's the correct word, and that would probably be the Utah Falcons and the Texas League. In my opinion, I think those are the two best women football teams in the United States. Um, the WFA has a – man, they're a, they're a huge league. They have a lot of great teams. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But when you start talking about Division Three and you start talking about 25 players and under, and I mean truly Division Three teams that have 25 players and under, not teams that, well, they're a new organization, but they got 40-some players. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about truly Division Three teams with 25 players and under. Our league is just as good as their league. We have, we have the Washington Prodigy in our league as a Tier 2, Division 2, whatever team you want to call it. I would say they're as good a Division Two team, Tier Two team, whatever is there is out there. You know, they they can't get in the WFA because of the because of the Divas. So they're they're as good a team as there is in in the WFA in that division. Uh, and as a whole, I mean, we have listen. We don't know exactly what we've got because we have a few uh, new teams in this league. But for the most part, I know some of these teams are really, really good uh, in the in the Iron Woman, which is basically uh, Division Three. And when you start comparing, you know, us to the WFA, and you know, and saying it was a great win because we're not in the WFA and we did this and we did that, you know, I, I just think that's unfair. To me, that's not a fair statement because the uh, the guy doesn't know really what he's talking about and and again that's my opinion I just know this that there's some good Iron Woman teams in our league and there's some good Division 2 Tier 2 teams in our league and uh, just because we don't have 60 or 65 doesn't make us a not a good league just like the WNFC they got 12 I think or whatever they got I believe it's 12 just because they only have 12 that doesn't make them a good league. I'm telling you, in my opinion, they got the two best teams in the country, you know. So I I don't know where all these people just keep, you know, comparing, 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 because you, you've got to understand the WFA has a lot of good teams, and I don't want to take nothing away from them for that. They have a lot of good teams. But they also have a lot of not-so-good teams, Mike, and you know that as well. Well, I would say, Dave, that you're, they're probably 
more teams on the lower level in the WFA than there are on the top level. They are a top-heavy league. And if you know, and, and it's going to be that way when you have 60 plus teams in there. So you got 60 teams in there, and you probably got maybe 15 to 20, maybe 20. I'm just throwing a number out there. I'm not even sure uh, of teams that are you know top tier teams. Uh, but the rest of them, you look what you have, you know. Uh, and again, when you have, like you were saying, when you have brand new teams uh, that are put together, but they have all the experience in the world, and they have a lot of players. And you put them in that that uh, you know that that division three, um, uh, which is unfair in my opinion. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're brand new. Uh, maybe the maybe the name of the team is brand new, but the team isn't. Um, but you know, again, it's just when you're as, as top heavy as they are. Um, yeah, it's it's an inaccurate statement. It's unfair. Uh, you, there, there's no research done in that whatsoever to say just because we're in the USWFL uh, playing against a WFA team. Who uh, just because they're uh, in the WFA doesn't mean that they are the best team in the WFA. And by far, are they the best team in the WFA? I just think it's unfair, it's inaccurate, and you, they're not doing their homework when they make statements like that. Well, I think that if you're going to make those statements, you should come to the game. If you're going to make those kind of statements, you should be at the game watching it, not talking through whoever. I mean, because he certainly didn't ask anybody from our organization, I can assure you that. Uh, because anybody from our organization is going to have a different tune. Now, we have, well, we now have scrimmage played two Division Three WFA teams. And we did have every player we got there at the game Sunday. The time we played the other WFA team, we were missing three or four starters at that game and we still won it so you know you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that we compete every team in the division three at wfa i'm not saying that at all but i don't like to get uh you know them throwing dirt on us just because we're not in the wfa and that's really what stoked me about the uh about the conversation you know about you know it was a pretty tight game and then we pulled away in the end or Whatever the statement exactly said, I'm not sure, but it, it wasn't even close. I mean, you know, we, we've we been working hard. We've been preparing. Um, it was a total domination from our team. That's all I can say. Uh, if you count the penalties that we had and every mishap and everything we had, we had five negative plays the whole game. And we put up almost 500 yards of offense to their uh, 20, 15 or 20. So you do the math on that. Uh, they were they were bigger than us. They had more players than us. One of the Titans guys was standing there on the sideline. He works for the Titans. And he said, you know, when they first come out here, I thought, wow, you know, this might be a game. He said, then we started playing. He said, wow, it, it was just unbelievable. You know, he said, I just can't believe they're so much bigger than y'all and, and uh, you know, that, that y'all did that to them. So um, we we were prepared. I mean, we I thought that the things that we had been working on throughout um, the whole year, not just the last three, three or four weeks since we, uh, I guess it's been more than that, what it's been, 
what, two months, I guess, a little over two months since we was there. Uh, it's, you know, just everything we've been working on um, showed up uh, Sunday. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree anymore. I think that, you know, aside from, you know, this little conversation about uh, uh, Burmy, uh, what we learned about our team was uh, that um, when we are prepared, when we are as focused um, as we were on Sunday, uh, we are a, a hell of a team to beat, and uh, we're we're as competitive as any team out there. Um, you know, our numbers aren't going to be uh, as far as player-wise aren't going to be uh, to the strengths of a lot of other teams. But when we are prepared, when we're focused, and we are clicking on all cylinders, this team. Uh, I mean, we are we are we are dangerous, and we're a tough team to beat. Yeah, you know, I, I like it when when um, you start getting players, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it later on. But when you start getting players, you know, when when you call a timeout, and and you know we're we're getting we're close to scoring, and they did blitz, and uh, you know we were part at the five or something, and and they blitz blitz uh, all their linebackers and stuff that's on one play. We didn't gain any yards or maybe a yard. And then, you know, I think they called a timeout or had an injury or something, and, and we're in the huddle. And, and when you when you get players say, hey, you know what, I, you come to me. You come to my side. I can I can get us in there. That's when that's when you know that I, 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 call, I don't call that overconfident or cocky or anything. I call that confidence. You know, that's when you know that everything you've been working on and everything you've been trying to get through to them has got through to them, and we do the very thing running right behind them and we score. Um, to, to me, that's just, you know, that's what it's about. And for them, for these players to be able to see that, you know, that's what you want. I mean, that's what we've been working so hard for is to say, hey, if you do your homework, if you do things right, You'll start seeing this in games, and then you'll start realizing you can start to see stuff happen or see it unfold before it happens, and and that's what you know makes uh, great players. You're 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 are you making a reference towards uh, Jessica uh, coming over to us saying, "Hey, run up my hole." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that's one of those moments where you just know that um, that player gets it, that player understands it. You know, and I'm with you. The confidence, uh, and, and, but just just the the, the tenacity, just just to, for her to come over and say, "Hey, look, you know, you come off my gap, and I got you." Um, and and not only that, but to score. And and she she listen, man. She has come such a long way. Uh, she's raw. She's so green. But man, she played. It seemed like she. If you were to look at her uh, Sunday, you would have thought that she was at least in her second to third year. I mean, that's how confident she was out there. Um, she was downfield making blocks. We had receivers. Receivers were running off of her down the field to make plays to get into the end zone. The receivers have caught. I mean, that just that to me is just it's it. it listen, that's a testament to how well she and how hard she's worked at it. And, um, you know, when you have players that are willing to do that and do and execute it, you know, it, it, as a coach, you just uh, – it just makes you feel good. Yeah, and, you know, that's a, that's another thing. We we start – well, first of all, we started four rookies 
in this in this game. And I don't even use the term rookies, but when people want to start throwing stuff, start throwing mud on the wall. We started four rookies. They're just about our whole lineup has been shaken up. We've got girls playing positions, even though they may not be rookies, they're playing new positions, places they've never played before. Um, and they're still learning all that as well as as everybody else and, and learning their position. So there, there's a lot that we have been really working on to get to to where we were in that game. Now, I, I know, uh, I'm going to say this about Knoxville. There were some of those girls really, really fought hard. And, and I can appreciate that. I mean, I, I really can. I know they they don't like us, and that's fine. And but there was some of them really fought hard to the end, and and I can appreciate that. Now there was some of them that quit, and I can't appreciate that. I I don't, you know, for the life of me, I can't understand that. I know we got blew out of a game before, and we had six or seven girls quit, and we finished the game with ten, and we found out more about our team that very day than we ever have any other time. And when when you're in a battle and everything's on the line and you're in a venue like Nissan Stadium in Nashville, home of the Tennessee Titans, and you can't muster up enough guts or gumption to to play from the time the game starts till it ends, that says a lot about you. It also tells me, you know, a lot that I that the coaches need to be doing. Uh, during the week or at practice. Yeah, you know, listen, we we have that that you know our our saying this year is, listen, we're going to take it one week at a time. By the end of the week, we want to be one and zero, and that's play by play, uh, snap by snap. I mean, it, it, everything that we do is just to make her after the first quarter. I think she she said she had hurt her ribs, uh, and you know what? She didn't tell us. She didn't even mention it to us because she didn't want to come out in the game. Um, you know, that that is the type of attitude that you have to have when you're playing football. And, uh, you know, Jennifer, uh, she dislocated her finger, uh, and she played with her finger out of socket uh, for most of the game. Um, you know, uh, and, and a lot of the, 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 the attitude that we've instilled in our girls is that, our players actually, our ladies, is that this is what we need. This is what you have to do in order to be a successful football player in turns will make you a successful football team. Um, and you're right. You know, you work on that throughout the week, and there's no excuse to quit, no excuse to just give up, ever. Well, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm going to say this. And, man, I know that this organization has won a lot of football games, uh, played in championships and won a championship. But this game right here, it was the biggest team win as as we've ever had it. When I say team win, I mean every single person on this team contributed. They played like one. That's what I mean. They're, this team is different than any other team we've ever had. On this team, like I said, we've got different players. Hey, we, we need you to play here, you know, um, we we got rotations going on here and there, and uh, you know everybody understands you know what it what it's all about. We're we're here to win, and whatever it takes 
That you know, that's our motto, whatever it takes. And when you go down there and you see every single person doing their job, no pouting, no eyes, no me's, you know, one player had a touchdown that didn't have many carries, then the person that had the most yards didn't have carrying the ball didn't have a touchdown. And you know what? It it was all about hey, we, we got the win, you know. So that to me, this is the best, biggest team win that we've ever had, and that includes the playoff games that we've won, the championship that we won, and all that. Because we had girls on those teams that were selfish, and there's nobody on this team selfish. We have the most unselfish players on this team right here, right now, as any team we've ever had in this organization. They we we play these these women play for each other. They they want each other to succeed. Uh, they may not see that uh, as much as I think as coaches do, and I think they're probably starting to see that more after Sunday's win. Uh, you know, in practice, it's hard for them to see that, but I see it in practice when they when they're they're buffing each other up and they're they're getting each other ready. But you're absolutely right. Sunday's victory from the the most experienced player to the least experienced player all had a part in playing in the, in this in this win. They play for each other um and you know listen when you when you have that uh going forward I mean if if these women if we continue to do this man it's it's you know it's just it's going to be fun to watch and I'm excited uh for these for, for this team to see what we can do here coming up uh, I just I, I'm just so excited about this league and or this, this season for us. Uh, we learned so much about our team. Uh, I think from you know the quarterback position all the way down to you know our brand new safety position. We have so much potential down there that we're just going to be uh, tough to beat if we can just stay uh, one healthy and stay motivated uh, and, and keep the mindset of whatever it takes and play for each other. Um, you know we we shouldn't have any issues this year. Well, it, you know, it, you try to when you get players in and you you get new players. I mean, listen, we we had two brand new players, and which one hasn't even uh, really? Well, well, it was the first time ever in equipment. We just got her in equipment this week. The other one uh, has been in equipment twice. This made twice and played almost the whole game. And you know what? We just tried and. In two, in two weeks' worth of practice is, is, you know, just get good enough to, to where we could do a few things. And, uh, you know, it's a process. And I know people, you know, the Nick Saban, those guys use that. People get tired of hearing it, don't like to hear it and all that. But it, it truly is, and it takes time. And when, when you're not willing to put in the work, you're not willing to, to throw in your ego – and go and play wherever you're needed, then you can't ever get that process done. And when you show up and you're just proud to be playing and proud to be on a good team and you'll play wherever you're needed and do whatever you're needed or whatever's asked of you, I mean, like, for instance, one, you know, like I said, we had one player, she carried the ball 11 times, you know, we had one that carried it three or four, another one carried three or four. I don't know something of that, that nature. It may be reversed the next time, but not a single one of them 
said anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it takes because each game is different. Each game is different. Each defense is going to be different. So you may attack them in different ways. And that's what these girls are starting to understand here is is exactly the process we're wanting. They're starting to see that. And, you know, the the few scrimmage games we've had, uh, well, the scrimmage game we had and then playing down there for eight minutes, and then we had our blue and gray game. I think that is when it really, when the light really went off for something come on for some of these girls is when we had the blue and gray game. Yeah, you know, I, I just wanted to make one more comment about this uh, this game on Sunday. And I, I, I think, and I'm hoping that uh, our players are listening, they understand this, that that game was not won on Sunday. That game was won for every day that we put the effort in practice to get better. Saturday was just, or Sunday was just the culmination of us in our hard work and, and in making it show on the field. Uh, everything that we've done up to that point uh, is why we won that football game. Uh, they came together during the blue and gray game. Uh, it was competitive. Um, you know, we've we've had some really really good practices, um, and we've we've gotten better every day. And we're now this. We I've talked about it with our with our group. Three phases: we we crawl, we walk, and we run. And uh, I made made sure that we understood that we have to hit the ground running. And uh, I think that. You know, Sunday's indication was we hit the ground running as fast as we could possibly go uh, because of the effort and the process that we put in to get to that game on Sunday. So if there's players listening, I hope they understand and appreciate the hard work and the, and, and the, and the grind that we as coaches put them through so we can culminate uh, these victories like we do uh, because you don't win games on game day. You win them all the way up until uh, game day with all the practice and hard work you put in. Yeah, they, they just keep score on game day. That, that's it. You know, I mean, we, we've we been out there in the mud and the snow and the, and the cold and uh, the rain. I mean, we've had the most rain here that we've ever had. And, you know, we haven't uh, called practice off for it. We haven't had anywhere to get inside. We've been out there in it. Uh, and, you know, I'd like to get inside. I'd like to have a place inside because with it raining so much and when you don't have very many players, the issue of, you know, getting sick is a big thing. But, um, man, it's true. Listen, I, I firmly believe, and I always say this, always, there's no, there's no shortcut to hard work. I mean, there's no – you just can't – shortcut hard work and you can't beat it man and that's you know you just got to stay the course you got to bear down when times aren't as great as uh, you'd like for them to be uh the situations are not as great as you'd like for them to be you just have to dig deeper and uh, keep going on and you know i i really am proud of proud of these girls I and mean, they've came a long way to uh uh to get to get to this point, you know what I'm saying? And uh, look, we, you know, we're tonight. You know, after tonight, of course, we're going to watch the game film and stuff like that. But from here on, it, you know, this, I want these girls to celebrate this win and really take it all in. But you know, 
the big the big picture starts again on the thirty, you know, for us. And that uh we gotta travel to the Carolina Cardinals over in North Carolina. Um uh, and uh we know absolutely nothing about them. So that's a task in itself, you know, going and playing a, a team that you know nothing about is always tough and uh you know, we didn't have a whole lot of mis miscues. Um but I've seen a lot of miscues, and we got to straighten up, straighten up these things. And I know everybody say, "Well, man, nobody ever plays perfect." You may not, but that's the goal. And you know that gives us a better chance when we do play perfect versus you know making these mistakes. Yeah, by no means are are we uh, satisfied with with just this this game. This was not our Super Bowl. This is just. You know, this is just the first stepping stone uh, that we have to cross or a first the step on a ladder to get to the top. And, um, you know, again, you know, we understand now that the bar has been set with how we played this Sunday. So anything that we do, um, you know, that is uh, less than what we've performed with, uh, with this past Sunday, uh, you know, our performances are not supposed to get any worse. They're supposed to get better. Uh, you know, and, you know, that just comes, again, with, with the grind and the hard work and the process that we go through uh, at practice. So, uh, you know, by no means are we just going to, you know, be happy with the fact that we, you know, we beat a, a rival team. Um, you know, we still got a long ways to go. And, uh, again, our season on uh, doesn't really officially start until uh, league-wise until the 30th. But, uh, you know, it, it's sweet to beat your rival. Um, you know, and, again, we're, we're, we're going to celebrate and we have celebrated a little bit. Uh, and then we're going to get back to work here on uh, Sunday and get ready for the 30th. Um, so, you know, that, that's that's where we're at right now. You know, speaking of rivals, and that's something I was going to talk about too, is, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't believe in that kind of stuff. But I, I personally, I'm a big fan of, of rivalry. You know, it it, it, uh, it just makes good a good play. I mean, you got the Duke North Carolina rival, the Ohio State Michigan rival, the the Alabama and Auburn rival. You know, and and there's all kinds of the tech, the Red River matchup out there between Texas and Oklahoma. Man, that that that's what makes sports great is is these great rivals and bragging rights for for these young athletes and and these young women are are no exception, man. They they love it. And and the fact that there's only a hundred miles separate these two teams and when we can get together in a venue at a place like uh the Titan Stadium, man, to play a game, are you kidding me? Both teams started at the same time, both organizations started playing football the same year. Why, why shouldn't it be a huge rival? You know, why shouldn't it be a game every year that it's played on a neutral site somewhere like all these rivals, basically like the Red River matchup, you know, where it's played on a neutral site and made a big deal. Uh, we have girls from Knoxville, you know what I mean? We have girls from uh, West Virginia. We have girls from uh, a little bit of everywhere, you know, Marion, Virginia, not just in Tennessee and I, I love rivals. You know, I, I think that's the, you know, it, it really gets you excited, gives you that extra little ump to play for. Um, I think it's a great thing, man, myself. 
it, well, you know what I like about rivals the most is is that it doesn't really even matter what your record is. You can be undefeated or you can have not a win at all. But when you play that game, none of that matters. It is all about that one game and your bragging rights. And for whatever reason, you know, that rivalry, the intensity, it brings out the best in you. And you see how good you can possibly be, no matter what your record is. If you haven't won a game, I mean, you know, if you let's just talk about the Cowboys and Redskins. The Cowboys for years would never win a football game, but if they played the Redskins, they play their best game of the season. You know, that's what rivalries do. And it just inspires you. Um, you know, it, it motivates you. Uh, it, it gets you to, you know, so revved up that, you know, listen, you got something to play for. If you haven't won a game all year, you have something to play for as long as you can beat your rival. Uh, and if you're undefeated, you don't want to lose to your rival, you know. So rivals are a great thing in sports. I think they do absolutely wonders for teams on both sides of the spectrum with the wins and, and the losses. And I agree with you, man. Without rivalries, I think sports would be kind of a – uh, kind of just a really like a, a, a vanilla type of ice cream. Well, you look at, you know, when Peyton Manning played for the Colts, uh, the rival between the Colts and the Patriots, and all the whole week leading up to that was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, you know. And it's it wasn't even just those two guys, you know. It's, it, but that's what I'm saying, the rivalry is so big, you know. I, I mean, I don't know if, if we'll get to continue this. I mean, and I'll be honest, every time we've played them, we, we beat them pretty bad. And to me, to me, that's sad. Their, their team is always bigger than ours. They always have more players. They're in a city where they can draw better than we can. I mean, they had more players on their sideline this past weekend than we did. Uh, so, I, I mean, I want to continue it because it's good – for, for our girls, you know, they can, uh, I mean, we've actually, we've got girls on our team that are friends with girls on that team. And and that's the beauty of it, you know, is, is bragging that. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's 100 miles apart is how it separates. And, uh, you know, what, what better way and what better team, you both start at the same time, you both play the same division pretty much in football. What what better two teams to have a, a rivalry game than the two? Well, it would certainly do wonders around these these parts for women's football, especially uh, again, like you're saying, how how uh, you know the, the the teams are about the same age, and as far as uh, organization wise, uh, and a hundred miles, I mean, you know, most most colleges are playing teams that are right around that distance. And, I mean, you can have – it could be great. I'd love to play, like, in the Neyland Stadium, or it'd be awesome to take it and, and try to get some of these big venues. Uh, and I'm with you. I, I just hope it can continue um, because it, it's just it's just going to make women's football better in general. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, the, the biggest thing, in, you know, for women's football forever is, you know, nobody wants to get on the same page and, and do things right. But, I mean – how better of a, a way to market your season than to, you know, play your – I heard them uh, say, you know, like when we were riding to the game, you know, I heard uh, Jennifer and Nicole talking about, you know, people posting stuff on there. I mean, they, somebody put on there about the game and fans posting, you know, stuff on there about the Knoxville team and people posting stuff on there about our team. And that's – 
that's what makes it great. And and uh, the the part that when you know most of them don't want to do it because you you you're getting beat. Well, something should be telling you you need to change up something. You know, I mean you 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 had 25 coaches or more. Uh, the in Knoxville you've had on how many players. Something's got to change. I mean, obviously, it's not working. Uh, you know, and I just, I just think it was a it was a great deal. Uh, you know, for uh, we got invited and and uh, they were chosen. And and you know what? I I think, in all honesty, I I think that uh, the Titans were were hoping, you know, for that to be. You know, matter of fact, I heard the guy over the announcers. Uh, the announcer down there say, hey, this is for, you know, bragging rights in East Tennessee. And you know what? I, I would hope that's what everybody would think. Well, I, I do know that our, our team definitely feels that way. Um, I think we have, especially the girls that are from uh, Knoxville, um, you know, I just – I. You know, I I don't know what to say far as far or I can't speak for what Knoxville thinks uh, or if they have any opinion at all. But definitely from from our side, from this organization, it was uh, that's how we look at it um, for bragging rights. And um, you know, again, it's just a rivalry that I that I hope that can continue. Um, and uh, you know, again, it's it's just it's good for for sports. It's good for morale. It's good for women's football. It's just good all around. Uh, and I hope we can uh, we can pursue this uh, some more. Well, I just got a message that yes, we have been invited back. So uh, you know, maybe maybe it'll maybe it will continue. You know, maybe maybe we can make this thing uh, big as big as we you know that it can possibly be. And uh, you know, what better way to help out women's football? Than that, and with a, a real rivalry game, you know, where uh, both teams sort of hate one another, but uh, the players on it, you know, I mean, there was no animosity. I mean, we had refs, and I'm going to tell you something else. The refs did a tremendous job. I thought those two guys was, was more than fair and did a tremendous job uh, of refing that game and pretty much letting these girls play. And, I mean, they're of course, we will put up with it, but there was no fights, there was no temper flares, or or anything like that. I think both teams were were well represented, and in that manner, uh, handled themselves well. And you know that that's what it's got to be. And so much of this other stuff, other football has gotten way out of hand. That, you know, if this was a was a was a classy game, I know even though we beat the crap out of them. They they still had class about it, and uh, I mean, actually, a lot of them were upset. Some of them didn't seem to be too upset, but um, it was a it was a great venue, man. I, I just can't say how much uh, you know how much I really enjoyed it and being a part of it. And Fox uh, uh, State hope hope sure that we get to go back and win and and all that. So it was a it was a great time for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that these uh, these ladies got to experience playing on that field. Um, you know, a lot of dreams came true uh, on Sunday. 
Um, and uh, there's probably a lot of players that aren't going to realize uh, for another couple of years now just how important of a landmark game that was to be played in Titan Stadium. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly awesome to see uh, their eyes as, as they walk out there on that field and, you know, they're playing out there with these pros played. And, um, you know, I, 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 I'm glad that we've been invited back. And, uh, you know, so, you know, we just, you know, this organization, we work so hard uh, to, to help these, these young ladies, these young women get uh, to where they need to be. Um, and we got quite a few players that are probably on the end of their career as opposed to the uh, start of it. Uh, and to experience that, uh, I couldn't be more happy. I couldn't be more proud of them. Yeah, me, me too, and, and for them to get that, you know, opportunity. And, and uh, you know, there's a few of these girls. I know, Mike, there's a few of these girls that if I told them, hey, you go out there today, you're going to die, they, they would still go. There's a few of the girls on this team that would still go. They love to play that much. It means that much to them to play that nothing's going to keep them from going out there uh, to miss playing. And, man, if if you could put a team full of those kind of girls on the field, it, it's no telling what you can do. And, you know, I, I'm really I am I'm proud of these girls. I mean, listen, they ain't nobody uh, no harder on them than me. And I'll guarantee you they're all appreciate, appreciating it today for it, you know, because – uh, when the practices are harder than the games, um, you know, and everything don't go good, you you know, you're, you're going to hear it. And when everything goes good, you're going to hear that too. And then you see the results, then it's then it's like, man, it, where, where would you be if if we didn't ever get on? You know, where would you be if oh it's okay, you you can do that, or you know, you make throws in practice. They look good in practice. You say, hey. They look good here, but they won't work in the game, you know. And, and they're probably saying, man, I complete this ball. But in all reality, I, I mean, I'm telling them the truth. I wouldn't like to for it. You know, I want them to be successful. So to to see every one of them um, pretty much ball out uh, in that game, I was really proud of them. And like I said, I know we've won a lot of games and a championship. And I'm not saying this is a championship by any manner. Not that this game meant more than winning that championship, but it was the best team win I think this organization's ever had. And when I say team win, that means everybody contributing, doing their part, no nobody looking at anybody else ill in any kind of ill way, everybody on the same page, ready to go again. That's what I mean. Yeah, I agree. I mean, a uh, special group of ladies that we have, and, um, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's fun to coach these girls. Uh, and, um, you know, like I said, we, practices are, are rough, but that's part of the grind and part of the process, and it's so we can have uh, the outcomes that we saw Sunday. Um, and so um, I, I believe they're starting to realize that and that, uh, you know, if they're going to come to practice and they're going to get an earful from – Primarily you and me too, but I mean they're going to get an earful. Uh, but they know that it's so we can have these outcomes that uh, you know we put forth the effort uh, on Sunday. So um, 
again, I, I just I just love coaching these girls, and I think they're I think this it couldn't have been more of a team effort all the way around, um, and I just hope that you know we can just continue to ride this wave uh, to March 30th. Well, that's that's what we're gonna you know get to uh, this week. Get back to the grind, and you know we put in a lot of hard work and preparation uh, for for this game. I mean, we look forward to it up until December the 30th, and then we just got a taste of it, and that just made these girls that much hungrier. And uh, you know, then it was a long stretch before we really got to do anything. I mean, we was looking forward to going and playing in the jamboree that got canceled, and uh, so I thought, you know what, what better way to let's get a little action. You know, these girls are hungry. They want to bust some this loose. And you know what, I, I thought the blue and gray game was really uh, powered up pretty much an even match. Some One of them's strength was the other one's weakness and vice versa. And, you know, it come down to within a one play from about the two or three of being a tight game. And, you know, that – and seeing those girls really want to win that, uh, I, I think that just really, you know, set it off. And and they realized, hey, when we put all this together and give this kind of effort, just look look what we can do. Yeah, that blue and gray game was, uh, you know, it was competitive. Um, you know, and, I mean, there was – I think we had there was more animosity it seemed like towards each other than uh you know in a in a in a competitive way um i mean they they were getting after it man i mean we you know it's like nobody wanted to lose that game and i think they still they wanted to continue to play you know it was like listen let's play until the last person falls out and that's how competitive it was um and that i think is a uh, every season has a turning point to where you know how special a team is um and i think you know aside from sunday uh, that blue and gray game is going to be that, that little notch on that belt that shows you just how special this team is, you know, providing we can continue to do the things that we need to do. Uh, that blue-gray game is probably going to be that, that special moment where you know you have a special team. Yep, that's correct. No no doubt about it. Like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud of these girls just by the, by the way they played. I mean, from the time the game started – uh, you know, it, it's probably the most complete game of of the passion, uh, the intensity from the time it started to, you know, to really no letdown of what we had, uh, you know. So, uh, the, the matter of fact, the 26th of this month, the medals will be in for the great team for, for winning that blue-gray game. I know that the blue team, they was wanting a rematch. And, and I promised them uh, after the season, if they want a rematch, we'll rematch. But uh, what I've seen that day, uh, we're not going to have a rematch anytime soon, you know. So Right, uh, yeah. That's, uh, but, you know, honestly, the you know, when you get – a lot of times you get a big lead. You know, that's the one thing. I'm going to tell you something. The game that – that we lost to the Alabama Fire so bad. The one thing that I took from that game, look, I mean, people say, man, wasn't you mad because they beat you? Like I was mad because we lost. I wasn't mad because they beat it. It's our job to try to slow them down. But the one thing 
that I took from that game more than anything, other than I found out a lot about our team, was the intensity that team played with the whole game. I mean, they were out for blood from the time the balls kicked off, Mike, until it, the last horn sounded. And their intensity is something that I was more amazed over than anything that, you know, even getting a huge lead, that you could keep keep it up like that. And we, you know, I'm not just saying us, but a lot of teams, they get that big lead. They sort of, you know, people want to start freelance and they want to start celebrating and all that. And we didn't do any celebrating until the game was over. And we played from start to finish the most complete game that, that this team has ever played. Well, I, I think, you know, you're absolutely right. You, you Listen, what I, I take that to uh, what we get from the Alabama game. I mean, that was – I think that final score was like 98 to nothing, Dave. I mean, we and, – and we learned a lot about ourselves as coaches, a lot about ourselves as an organization, as a team, and players. Uh, but the intensity, like you said, that they kept putting out there. Um, and I'm sure that they were putting in their second second strings in, and they were just as intense. Uh, it would – and, and – what we did on Sunday was a lot of that same. You know, we didn't have we didn't have any laws or letdowns. I mean, uh, there was no one drive here and then a three and out. It was every drive we went in and we scored, and it was every defensive play we made some big plays. Now we may have let up a couple of big plays, but we buckled down and we and we and we flexed our muscle more than we had to, uh, and we didn't let up. Um, and you know, that's just a testament to these girls. You know, one is that they understand. You know, that when you start to let up, things go start to go away. Um, and uh, so, you know, again, it's a testament to the girls and to their love and how important it is to finish games. As, as, as much as it is important to start off games right, it's always important to end the game. Uh, it, to, to its, it, you end the games as physically and, and as important and precise as you can. Uh, and and we learned that, uh, and and they showed it. And again, it was just again a team win uh, that we can't uh, say enough about. And um, you know, obviously, you know, I think the voice of me and you talking and how proud we are of them. Um, but it's certainly something that we have got to continue. It's not anything that we can just let up on. Yeah, and given the up the two two plays. Was was a breakdown in communication. Uh, that that's all that was. It was just a, a breakdown and miscommunication of who should be covering this person in this situation. I mean, you know, here's the thing: we put more on these girls than ever before this year. And you know, having to learn stuff and having to, you know, when this when this person does this, you've got to be aware of that. But also. They have to communicate. You know, I just said this, the last practice we had, you defensive girls have got to communicate. And I didn't see as much communication out there as I want to see. And when I did, when, when we give up two, well, they wasn't long passes. They were like six or seven yard passes. But still, they resulted in first down, which does not make me happy. I didn't see the communication. That's where the breakdown was. And that's where... We have got to get better because if if that's another team hitting a girl that's got 
breakaway speed, that can be disastrous. You know, uh, the quarterback wasn't that accurate, but when somebody's standing there wide open, it's easy to throw them the ball. Uh, the tight end was a huge target. That girl's a good athlete, and she was standing there wide open. Now, when we realize who we were supposed to get, what did we do? We picked the ball off. So it was just a breakdown in communication. If, if you know, had had we had we not had that little breakdown, we probably would have held them to one first down that whole game. I think they had three first downs the whole game. Uh, that, that's pretty astonishing. Well, yeah, listen, when you talk of you mentioned earlier when, you know, not every game is perfect, but you strive to be perfect. Um, we are talking about our the outcome of this game because of the team's effort to be perfect and how pretty dang close it was to being perfect. We had one – I think it was one time we had a ball on a fourth down. I mean, we moved the ball at will. We blocked our assignments. We caught the balls that were thrown to us. Ashley, she she threw the ball uh, about as well as I've ever seen her throw the ball. Uh, she was comfortable. She was confident. Uh, our receivers were catching the ball. They were blocking downfield. The defense up front was tough. The linebackers were playing the you know, lights out. You know, and our DBs didn't really have to do much uh, because our front seven was making so many plays. So as far as a team effort, for us to be as close to perfect, uh, I mean, that's a result because our team played so well together. Uh, and, you know, yeah, we have a little bit of little hiccups, but, you know, the thing I liked about it was even though we had two hiccups, we didn't allow it to get any bigger. And, um, you know, that's just a testament to these girls and how and how well they played Sunday. It's just incredible. Yeah, it, it truly is. And I, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be 100% happy and, until we do play that perfect, flawless game. And it may never happen, but, you know, that's what we want to strive and keep working toward is, is that goal to, to do that. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I was really proud of them. Um, the long time practicing and, and getting ready for that, the, uh, you know, all the hype about it and the uh, place it was and uh, how, you know, how cool was that to just walk in there and look around, you know, like us looking around the stadium before the game, seeing guys, uh, Earl Campbell and Warren Moon and some of the best to ever play. Uh, you know, just to be a part of something like that and, you know, for Junebug to score where, you know, where Steelers have played and scored and, you know, to in an NFL stadium, man. I mean, just the whole thing is, was just was just great. And, you know, the the thing about the the Knoxville team is, is I'm sure a lot of those girls are hurt, mad. But at, at some point, and I know a lot of those girls, and a lot of those girls had an opportunity to be on a great team and chose not to for a lot of the reasons we went for. So at some point, you have to change something along the way if you're going to be victorious. You can't just take the same approach every single day of every single year and and think you're going to get a different outcome when the outcome is not good. And, you know, for that, I can't feel sorry for them. Uh, I, you know, I, they they still 
got to play in that stadium. Um, you know, every single person should have left there with the same attitude that we left with when we got killed is, hey, we've got to get better. We've got to change some stuff. we got to figure out what we're doing here. we got to find some players, people we thought were players weren't, people that were, we thought were tough weren't. We had to dig deep, and we paid dearly for it that whole season. Uh, I mean, it, it nearly wrecked our organization, that one game that we shouldn't even been played. Nearly wrecked our whole organization. But it didn't, and we kept grinding, and we didn't quit. And our whole demeanor was, hey, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to win. We're going to keep fighting, and we're going to win. So, but when you don't have that mentality, you see the product on the other side. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, in ways, uh, that game that, uh, you know, we got blown out 98 to nothing, in ways, uh, that that done wonders for us as far as, you know, understanding what it's going to take for us to get better. Um and I don't know, I mean, it, maybe it happens, maybe it does, really, if we didn't really go through the hardships that we went through. Um, you know, and again, but, you know, when you have teams uh, that are just on, on an annual basis just seem like they're going through the motions and it just is a, 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 what it seems to be like on a, a Sunday get-together or a Saturday get-together, uh, you know, you're just going to continue to, to go through that grind and not get any better. Um and you know, I don't. I'm not gonna say you'll be the laughing stock, but you're just gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be a team that people just uses you to 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 whoop up on. And you know, at some point, you would think uh, that they are. Uh, you know, they they get tired of it. And you know, it's, well, they're either gonna do one of two things. They're either gonna get better or they're gonna quit. Um, so, you know, you got to go through those, but you have to make your mind up. You're gonna get better. Uh, and you, this is what it takes to win. You're going to have to make it's all a mindset. It's all about what it is that you uh, perceive to be important on how you want to win football games. Well, their claim to fame is they're in the WFA. They they're the best league. They draw more coverage and and this that and other. And and say you're when I hear that tells me you're in it for the wrong reason anyway. Anyway, well, Mike, I got a couple guests on hold here. I need to get to let them talk before right. I get here. Ten thirty rolls around. I appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you in a day or two. All right, well, I appreciate you having me, man. Be safe. All right, Mike. Thanks. All right, folks. Coach Mike Wallace, Tri City Thunder. Uh, let's see. I think we got Jessica Henderson on wait. How about it, Henderson? You there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, getting back to the routine. Yeah, getting back to the old grind. Tell, tell yeah, us, so. uh, tell us what you your thoughts are after Sunday's game. <laughs> Honestly, coach, I mean, I was just so focused on like play after play. I forgot like. Every time something new was happening, I forgot what happened right after that. Like, I was just – I just knew, like, I was just playing in the moment, I guess, the whole time. And, I mean, it was a it was a remarkable feeling. Like, it really was. 
I mean, we came there for what we wanted, and like I, like I, and like listening to y'all, I've been on the uh, line the whole time, so listening and uh, just hearing about. Refer to it last time when we was on the radio, just like having each other's back. Like I know, like uh, in the game and even beside me and the line, I'm making sure, like, look, I got you. Don't worry about it. Communicating and just like the whole chemistry was just is is just what I expected. And for us to perform at the level that we did, it just put the icing on the cake. Uh, I don't know about everybody else, but I knew they knew when I was on the field how excited I was. Like, I wanted them to know that I had their back and I was going to be there for them. And I'm going to make sure, like, my quarterback is not going to be touched. Like, I had a commitment to everybody. And if you was not beside me or if you was five five rows, I mean, five people over, I wanted you to know I always got your back. And, I mean, it's just going to get better and better. Like I know, I it just sparked that that game right there. Just started up the engine. Now I'm ready to take off. I hear that. Well, I had somebody send me a message earlier. Said that if you come on, they wanted me to ask you how how you could let that little girl from Knoxville take. <laughs> oh man, I I I <laughs> I thought I had it. And then when I went to go scoop it up, that's when she jumped on top of it. I really did. I thought I had it. But uh, that, that was – tell them to keep on coming to the games, and uh, I, I, I'll i get one back for them. I owe them one. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding with you. That was uh, – uh, somebody did tell me to ask you about that. But, you know, in all, in all seriousness um, – you know, I mean, it's your first year playing. I know we've we've had a scrimmage, and um, I mean, basically, you 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 have not much experience playing. But like we said last week and before, you know that it just after after the first of the year, it just started clicking, and then the light went off, and you know, it it, it truly is. I mean, I've had. You know, last year, let's see, I don't know, a game last year, you know, I had Jamper and him tell me the same thing. Hey, you know, it, it's hard for us as coaches to watch every single play. And then when you're on the sideline, it's hard to see everything. You know, that's why when these coaches are up in the booth, they're, they're radioing down, basically telling them, hey, we can go here, we can go there. But when you're at ground level, it's hard to see everything. And – you know, when you can start telling, hey, you, you know, run, run behind me, we're going to get in, That that's when you know that it's really hit home that, hey, we're, we can we can depend on, we can trust. I mean, it's, it's things that you start seeing. How many times do you hear me say in practice, girls, it's stuff you've got to figure out on your own on the field that this stuff I can't tell you. You know, yeah, that's I, when, yeah, I, I recognize that. I recognize how she was playing me. Sure did. That's when it starts coming to you. Like, hey, you know, even though it may be a, a 33 or a stretch, if she's going one way or another, I tell you, hey, you just get her and blow her out of the way. It's the running back's job to read that hole. That's the difference is 
when you start seeing that and can start doing something about it, that's when you know that it's really hit home, that somebody's turned the corner. They don't just talk about it, but then you go play a game and you do it. Listen, I don't care. Listen, I said this years ago when uh, we we had a team that scored a lot of points, and you could take a bunch of kids out there and just put them in places and not make them do anything, but just hold their hands up or try to do anything. And it's it's hard enough to run plays and complete passes and, and do all that stuff with just mo- commotion going on, you know. So to be able to call plays, call out what you're going to do, and be able to do it is truly a test of, of hard work. Well, I, I I thank you so much for that, Coach. I really do. And, I mean, I just I just knew where uh, – who I was up against, and I recognized the defense. And we, we talked about many different strategies, and I recognized it. And I was like, the, the girl who's playing me can't hold me. So, I know I can use her and, and block off this other girl, and we're there. I recognized where we was on the field, and I recognized – uh, who was having the ball, and I and that's what I said. We go ahead if we if we gonna do this, let go. Let's just go ahead and run it right here, because I know for sure we was gonna score. And I mean, I wasn't trying to be. Uh, I wasn't trying to be like over, like calling my own play because I wanted to, or like trying to get. Uh, any type of credit, anything, but I just wanted to do it for the team. For us getting all the way that far, we was going to score. And actually, what I was looking at was the clock, too. I wanted to score before that uh, quarter ended. And that's why I was like, let's run this play right uh, on my side. But then uh, the quarter ended, and we just we just came in uh, and scored within, like, I guess five seconds because that was the very next play. So... I mean, I'm happy that I could contribute like I was. I didn't, like I said, I the stuff that because my sister was in the stand and I and I asked her and she told me she doesn't even really she knows football but she doesn't really know it like I'm I'm in depth to it now. She knows the level that I was before, and she was telling me what she's seeing and I'm like, okay, thank you. Like so now, I'm already going to be having questions and like. And already thinking about, like I told you, when we got in the locker room, you said, how do you feel? And I said, Coach, I'm happy about this, but I'm already thinking about North Carolina. Like, And I and I told you that right in the locker room as soon as we got in there and I seen you. Like, because that's where my mind was. Like, I was so happy because I knew we had that. And I was excited. And after we took our picture, we walked in the locker room, my heart started beating for North Carolina now because I'm like, now this is where it gets serious. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, too, Jennifer did a really good job with, with you girls over there. I mean, other than when we worked on team, I I mean, I haven't even, you know, worked with the line much, you know, just here and there when we go into team stuff. I mean, y'all really put in a lot of hard, a lot more hard work this year than than they ever have. And, and I think yeah. it's really, really paid off. I mean, I know you didn't play last year, but – I mean, the 
the fact that, I mean, y'all over there working really hard now. You know, the running backs, they run all the time in practice. The receivers run all the time in practice. And, you know, y'all over there working on stuff and doing drills and pushing the sleds around and usually the last ones to the water breaks and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, and really it, it is, um, you know, a tribute to, to the hard work you, you've put in. And, and a lot of it is, is just understanding, honestly, is understanding what you need to do. And sometimes just keeping it simple, breaking it down, uh, doing it over and over and over, trusting who you're on the line with, uh, all that mean, means a lot, you know. And, and to for, for you girls, like I said, matter of fact, there's only, well, Stephanie, we moved her from uh, tackle to center, and she did a amazing job with that. Didn't have any bad snaps this last game period. And uh, uh, with, other than her, uh, Noodles played there sort of at the end of the year. But Jennifer and her, the only two basically linemen that we've got that have played there very much. So all of you girls are, are relatively new to the position and to, you know, to jail like we have been and, and uh, to get done everything that we have been, like I say, a tribute to her over working with y'all. And I don't come over, I don't even know what she said or what she does or anything else, but I, I see the results and, and I like them and I'm happy, happy about that. And like I say, I don't ever see y'all get the teamwork out. I don't ever, uh, really get to see you much, you know, and uh, that that's just that's just good uh, coaching and, and player communication as much as anything and uh, everybody gelling on the same page. That's absolutely right. I mean, we have put in a lot of work. I mean, a lot of work. We even have done drills at the end of practice just to make sure People that was coming on board, we was over there putting in the same amount of work with them. I remember last practice when we was pushing the sled. I mean, we were really working. I mean, we worked probably probably 15 minutes past everybody else in the rain. And, I mean, and like I said, it just reflects on the field. And everybody is yelling and it's just it's just good to see everything in perspective and where it was and how we were at and playing in the game. So, I mean, I, I like I've been saying for the longest, I feel like this is our year, and I really uh, I really know that everybody after this game it just it just made everybody even more hungrier. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we got Steph on. Let's join her in on the conversation. How about it, Steph? You there? Yeah, I'm here, Coach. Hey, what's going on? Not a lot. How you been? Doing good. Well, give us a little bit of your aspect of uh, what you uh, took from the game on Sunday. Oh, man. I well, uh, first of all, I'm with both of y'all on the fact I'm I'm so happy to see how everybody gelled together and um, came together in that game and just like like y'all been saying, everybody had each other's back. There was nothing. It's about me, you know. Why, you know, 
why aren't you giving me the ball, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was it was an amazing, amazing experience. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, it's something I dreamed about since I was a kid. And to get to live it and have the kind of game we had on Sunday was just absolutely euphoric. You know, I still, I'm still, you know, reminding myself that that really happened. But like Henderson said, at the same time, I'm enjoying the win, but I'm already thinking about North Carolina. Um, I'm already trying to get focused on that game and uh, go from there. You do what I need to, to do to prepare for that one. Right. Well, you know, we we was talking, I mean, last year you played tackle, never even played center up until, well, about, what, six weeks ago, I guess. Um, you know, <laughs> so pretty much, I mean, if you, we pretty much got about two, three players probably that are playing, and that that's, that's a pretty good shakeup, and the same thing on defense. Um, so, you know, for for us to to have went and played, like I said, a complete game. Yes, we made some mistakes, and and I'm gonna point those out on Sunday. I'm gonna be the bad person. I always am, and that's fine with me. I don't care <laughs> because you know what? I can be the bad person in practice because when it turns out on Sunday then I don't look like the villain so much. You know what I mean? So, But I'm going to point out those, and, and we're going to correct those. But basically, we played a complete game from start to finish, from the offense to the defense, and every single game starts on the line of scrimmage. Every single game. That's where a game is won or lost, is what they call in the trenches. And we held our own in the trenches and dominated on both sides of the football. And for and like I said, to have basically one person, which is Jennifer, playing the same position that was played last year, and to have everybody new or have girls in different positions than they ever played is is a tribute to to not only the hard work but to y'all's uh, good attitude to move around and move positions and not say, you know, well, I can't do that or I want to play here, I want to play there. I mean, listen, we I've had too many of them, you know, and, and you, you can't hardly win with them. I mean, because they never are happy. They're never bought in. And when, when you can go to somebody and say, hey, I know you probably won't play here, but we need you here, and they go do it, then you start to see – uh, the product we put on the field on Sunday. Oh, yes, you're absolutely right. Because, um, uh, you know, like you said, or like y'all were talking about earlier, it's about, you know, being selfless. And, um, you know, for me, you know, I've talked to you before about, you know, I'd love to one day run the ball, but right now where y'all need me is at center, and I'm more than happy to fill that role. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy for the opportunity. It's a new experience. It's more I get to learn um, as an athlete. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty great, you know, to go out there and, you know, be able to, you know, handle the ball every snap, you know. It's it's just different. It's completely different from playing tackle last year, and I, I love it. Uh, but I also love tackle. I, you know, I'm going to love wherever you put me. And I feel like 
any true athlete, anybody that's really going to want to come out here and succeed uh, on this level in this sport, they're going to be willing to do the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the greatest thing about sports is, and and this is, this goes back to to most schools playing ball. Is parents are so blinded that they would rather their kid play and the team lose as to put the best players on the field and the team win. And we we've had those teams. I mean, I'm just going to sit here and tell you, we don't know we no longer have those players. But over the course of the years, we've had those players that it's all about me. It's all about me instead of us. And you know, I'm telling you, this this team is uh, is just way uh, different than than any we've had. I mean, you know, you you work to get these kind of teams, but uh, when you're small team, I mean, we still only have 18 players or something like that, and and you need everybody you can get. Uh, you you have to sort of take everybody, here, and you hope when they have that attitude that you can change it. You know, but it never seems to work out. Uh, but we definitely don't have those on the team anymore, and, and we're surrounded by uh, a good group of girls and y'all's teammates, and are you know willing to to do what we say and uh, what we ask of them, and you know not sit around and pout about it. And listen, there's no room for that. You know, uh, I would never tell any player. Uh, the wrong thing to do, you know. Uh, I, just like this past weekend, I told one of the players, I put them in a position, all I had to do is take two steps forward to intercept the ball. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, you know. And better just did what I said. They had interception. You know, I, I, I know this. You know what I'm saying? I can just tell when things are coming. So I would never tell anybody wrong. It's just you have to trust in the coaches, trust in the process, and for the most part, uh, everybody has, and, and everybody, you know, is, is pretty much what I call let their guard down, you know, a lot of people show up and want to have that guard, well, I know, he wants me to play line, and I'm a running back, or, or I'm a quarterback, and you know what, I'll be the judge of that, you know, I always put people in position to what they're uh, what their potential is, not what their size is. So, and we've got a, gr- a good group of girls as we've ever had. And, and I can say we, uh, you know, they take the coaching, they take the hard work. Uh, y'all definitely put in a lot of hard work. And it paid off, you know, for the most part, everybody, all of you, when I talked to you, said, hey, we're ready to go play another game after we just played that game. So that, that tells me that you're definitely putting in the work. I know I am, Coach. And I don't know if you know this, but every time that I was out the game, I'll get some water, and I was in between y'all, the coaches. I was looking at the game. I wanted to be the next person that was called in. When you look to the side, you would have seen me. I was right there because I was like I wanted to – because I knew every time I was going to get in the game, I was going to make an impact. And that's how that's where I set the bar. Like every time I got in that game, I was gonna make an impact. I don't care if it was for one play or if it was for ten plays. 
I was going to make an impact every time that ball got snapped. Well, that's the way, you know what, that's the way, it, it, you know, it should be. You got, you know, you got to be ready because, listen, when you play on a small team, um, you know, and everybody's got, pretty much everybody's got one position and, and some people have two or some people have one and a half or whatever you want to call it, and and you you got to be ready to go in at any time. I mean, you know, like when uh, Mindy, needed out, you know, you're ready right there to go right in, and that's just it. I ain't got time, if that's a real game, to be calling a timeout because I can't find the next person in. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that, all that is what I'm saying is it's all that that, that makes this uh, a team effort that makes it so so nice is, you know, before – you got somebody over pouting or you got somebody over huffing and puffing because, you know, they come off and they want to complain instead of, you know, listen, we're going to complain and fix our mistakes uh, as much as we can during the game, but we're going we're gonna to correct the biggest mistakes in practice, you know. So you got to get over to the sideline. you got to uh, rehydrate yourself, whatever you need to do and be ready to go right back in because you never know when you might need to go in. Uh, so, uh, but, well, I got, I got five minutes here, girls. I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, y'all can stay on here if you want to. Um, we got March the 30th. That's when the USWFL actually kicks off the season. I know the Tri-City Thunder is visiting uh, the Carolina Cardinals. We got the DMV Knights visiting the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. I believe the Keystone Assault is visiting the uh, Washington Prodigy. Fayetteville Pierce are going to West Virginia, so I believe Detroit is idle. Uh, after that uh, week, uh, we should have a, a better grip of, of uh sort of a power rankings of where, where all these teams set. And, uh, you know, as far as, as the season starts, you know, it's not where you start, it's where you end up that matters. But, uh, you know, it seems to be a big deal. Everybody wants to know who's the best team here and who's the best team there. And, uh, I'm going to try to uh, – I mean, i got an idea now of where they would be now. Uh, but I want to really, you know, after that day uh, – get a true power rankings out there uh, with these teams as far as Division Two, and the Iron Ones Division, uh, and, and see where they fall. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, girls. I mean, I'm looking forward to practice this week to correct the uh, mistakes that we made. Uh, and, you know, we, we make those as a team. Each individual may not have made a mistake, but when one makes a mistake, we all make mistakes. So, um, I'm looking, looking forward to getting back on the practice field on Sunday. And, you know, girls, it's only two two practices left before we go over there on the 30th. So uh, it, there's no time for slacking now. We, uh, You know, like I told you before, that's just, a, that's just a step on the old ladder of what happened on Sunday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the girls, girls coming on and uh, uh, talking with us. And uh, uh, we, who knows what we'll talk about next week. Maybe we'll find something else to uh, 
get into and uh, talk about uh, something great at practice or or something along that line. So uh, thank you all both for calling in. I appreciate it. All right, folks, you have a good night. All right, thank you. All right. Jessica Henderson, Stephanie Evans, left tackle and center for the Tri-Series Thunderbolt. Did an amazing job uh, this past weekend. Both really stepped up their games and uh, working hard, put in the hard work. Like I said, I can uh, really, really appreciate that. I, I can't say it enough. And like I said, a lot of it's a tribute to the work they're putting in the practice, and, and that's them. And Jennifer O'Ware, she's been coaching the offensive line this year and uh, did a good job. I know it's tough trying to play and coach and, and get in shape and all that, and, uh, but she's made it work, and they've they really uh, responded to her well. And, uh, you know, of course, I do get the opportunity to get on them some myself, but not near as much. But, uh, hey, listen, I want to appreciate everybody for listening tonight. Thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network for having us on. I, I did have a story about I ran into a, a girl. Uh, me and Jennifer was eating, and she was from Sacramento, and she knew about B.J. Sacramento Sirens. So uh, that's cool. It's a small world. You never know. She's in little Bristol, Tennessee, and she's from Sacramento, California. And she, we was talking women's football, and she, Wendy Sweeney was her professor, and uh, she knew about the game, and there we were talking to her about it. She knew about the Sacramento Sirens. So it is a small world, folks. Women's football starting to gain some ground, and uh, I'm hoping when it's all – uh, blows up that we're there to blow up with. So, uh, thank you, everybody.